Welcome, this is One Hour of Sunshine and I'm your hostess, Megan Joy Haverda. We are filming out of the sandbox in Santa Barbara, California, a co-working hub for entrepreneurs and change makers. This show is for business leaders that are willing to admit that they use their intuition in business to make decisions in their business life and navigate their lives. This show will elevate and normalize intuitive skills in the workplace and allow such skills to be seen as great assets to companies, organizations, communities, and families. Our guests today are Barbara and Luke Moss. I'm going to introduce them in a second, um, so stay tuned for their incredible story as a couple, as intuitives, and as business partners. Every show, I always share an intuition of the day. And the intuition today that I was called to share, it's, it's, less, it's less of an intuitive moment. It's more of a deconstructing of the old guard, if you will. So um, business as usual says, don't ever do business with friends. Keep business and personal separate, blah, blah, blah. And I say... I only want to do business with friends. So Barb and Luke Moss have been my doctor and um, doctor's wife for, I think, since 2006. You know so much about me. (laughs) It's frightening and wonderful, but that's the point. So as we really get to know one another in the business setting, in the personal setting, and build those trusting bonds... Who, who else would you want in your life? You know, who else would I want as my doctor? Who else? You know, it is, it is very, very, I believe that it is the new social security to really build bonds with people that you can trust. I mean, think about the fire and the flood situation and how so many people stepped up, reached out, helped others. Um, and I just want to thank you both as precious people in my life for not only coming here today, but for all the tender care that you've given me you know, above and beyond just a doctor and and the business owner. Um, <laughs> it's really been quite precious and special. So they have um, a practice, a naturopathic practice. Dr. Luke is the doctor and Barb is the mistress behind the whole scene, pulling it all together. <laughs> they have two beautiful children and they are... Um, building a few other businesses now based on a very very special tree so before i introduce you both or you start talking i wanted to share that we both love the same tree this is elephant dung um, (laughs) from africa the elephant dung paper if you can see it Um, i crossed the sahara when i was 21 years old for eight days and absolutely fell in love with the baobab tree, which Luke and Barb have fallen in love with and made many products out of. So we're gonna hear all about the lost crops from them. Um, I just wanna read one portion of the poem that I wrote in French and English many, many, many years ago after that trip. Um, There are two mentions. 
Blackened by the charcoal fires, I read the landscape from behind an indigo turban. It is not here for man, it is the creator of man. Placenta buried over there, griots enshrined in the base of the majestic baobab tree, all generations recycled. Baobabs, as ancient as the Tyrannosaurus, on a similar gray hide. Its wisdom and old age are the most venerable traits in the Sahara. It is they who receive the sacrificial offerings. Yet, to maintain balance, the parable goes, One day, God the Creator was fed up with the arrogance of the Baobab, whose size and pride made it think that it was superior to every other of God's creatures. So, God reached down and uprooted the Baobab and then replanted it upside down. Mm-hmm. So we have this beautiful tree in common, and I want to hear all about your experience of coming to know it and creating amazingly sustainable products from it. Please share your story. Mm, where do we start? Um, <laughs> well, as you know, I, part of my practice, I mean, I've been doing continued research into yeah. medicinal plants throughout the world. Um, that has taken me to South America, Central America, Africa, throughout Europe, um, to learn more about the traditional uses of plants. And about six years ago, I came across the the baobab tree. And um, it's as if that tree spoke to me and uh, in a way that first I was totally fascinated by the pure nutritional, the pure biochemistry of the fruit. But then as I studied, I was drawn to learn more and more about where the tree grows, um, to learn about the communities where these trees grow. And I realized that it produced this amazing fruit that was totally undervalued. And um, it drew me, I had to go to Africa. So um, I connected with um, Thomas Cole, who's a uh, humanitarian and specialist in agricultural development, through Google of all ways, <laughs> um, and uh, he ended up living only here in Montecito. Unbelievable. So we connected. He, we share a common passion for plants, uh, common passion for the baobab, and we ended up in Ghana, um, connecting with communities to see what role this tree was playing in these communities, if there would be a possibility to bring this amazing fruit to the U.S. And uh, since then, we've learned that there's numerous lost crops around the globe that not only have incredible health benefits, but also have the potential to improve social good. And also, by revaluing their fruit, we can save the tree from deforestation. So since then, we've created a, a value chain, a supply chain in northern Ghana for a a resource that grows abundantly uh, that now is um, a source for income for all these communities that we're working with. And it's incredibly rewarding to to bring an ingredient from remote places, make a difference, and bring it to here to the U.S. and, uh, and share its benefits. Yeah, you know, I've taken your probiotic from years now since you started it and um, I mix it in the morning with this like a little fork I mean it it blends very easily with water so I love the simplicity of it but maybe share with the guests why a probiotic is necessary in our diet these days well um, you've heard of probiotics these are the organisms that live in abundance Mm -hmm. on our skin in our digestive system you're going to hear more and more about the um, microbiome Um, The biome is the description of all these organisms that live on and within us. And prebiotic fiber, 
uh, baobab is 48% prebiotic fiber. Hmm. And what it does, this specific type of fiber serves as the substrate, serves as the food for all these healthy organisms that are important for your immune system. In addition, it helps with blood sugar, it helps with um, digestive health, and ultimately with skin health. So if you look at this, the skin, which is this large organ, it communicates with the outside, but also communicates with the inside. Yeah. And more and more research is indicating that in including prebiotic fiber has a widespread benefit from the digestion to your immune system, to your skin. It's, it's truly fascinating to see uh, what this tree has to offer. Yeah. It's, I, I can't wait to hear more because you have so many products that are popping now. I want to hear all about it. And I want to hear from Barb. Barb, what did you think when Luke was like, I don't know, I have to go to Africa, there's this tree. <laughs> well, yeah, what happens when your husband falls in love with a tree? <laughs> um, no, I. you know what, I've been working next to Luke, with Luke, behind Luke, in front of Luke for 30 years now. So, total encouragement. Yeah. Gives yeah. me a little bit of a break, too. No, actually, <laughs> I love Tom and two together they create magic so um i love it i love this journey and uh, you know it's it's a joint journey that's yeah. for sure i mean where we're, tom and i bring in the knowledge of medicinal plants or communities barb's an incredible networker yeah. barb's the the glue yeah. of of our tiny little company that's uh making some great impressions in larger companies these days. Uh, more and more we are gaining, uh, gaining interest and attention from large companies because of our commitment, yeah. not only to quality ingredients, but also to the environment and, and the Earth's biome. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, and who if, you are as people. We can save the world by, by uh, revaluing fruits and keeping our planet as, with as many trees as we can. Yeah, it'll be fun to find some lost crops on this continent, North America. There's a yeah, I'm there's sure there definitely are. abundance. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, one question I always ask guests is, at what point in your life did it really become clear, and I would love for you both to answer, when you started to discern between ego and intuition? You know, a lot of people can be still today skeptical about intuition. Well, how do you know? What do you think you know better than me? You know, there's a little resistance to it sometimes, depending on the information. So you've been a doctor. You've been at the front of the business since the beginning. How, how did you discern between your ego and your intuition and really start cultivating your intuition so it was always 99 to 100% spot on? Hmm. I, you know, whether this is positive or negative, I feel like I've always been driven by my intuition. Yes. So as a couple, maybe my overriding intuition kind of spilled over on him. I don't know. But um, <laughs> there was just something about this project and something about this tree and something about the desire to do something bigger and better and as a physician he's seen patients for 30 years and trying to take that and do it on a bigger scale mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it, it wasn't a hard leap to mm -hmm. take but it, 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 uh, I would say it grew out of a true desire to make a difference mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was just driven by that not really by saying oh this is going to make money or this yeah. or that I truly believe if you 
are in this flow, if you can, you know, and this kind of this flow that we've been in now, we, and has brought us incredible people um, with the same mindset, the same values, yeah. that are now um, working with us to to make this a reality. And uh, it's yeah, part intuition, part you know, um, the market. But anyway, we've always kind of been very driven by our intuition. Mm -hmm. I would say more yeah. than our ego, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is. Is serving us now it's not easy it's we thought that this would be a product that people would embrace four or five years ago we thought yeah. they would people would love baobab and they would love prebiotics well no one knew what baobab was, yeah, it was no an one educational knew process so yeah so constantly yeah. we're at events we're in the stores we're telling sharing um sharing this kind of ancient wisdom of these trees yeah. and here we are. Well, what I think, what I'm really excited about is that companies like Patagonia, companies like Nature's Path Organic, yeah. uh, companies like Birds, um, Bees, Birds Bees um, became interested in what we're doing. And we were, we got the, um, an award from Birds Bees last year. We got an award from Nature's Path Organic the year before for our commitment to sustainability. So Beautiful. to get to get the recognition from companies that I admire yeah. um, is 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 exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. And um, you created a movie. Was the movie part of the educational outreach? Um, yes. I wanted to document. I wanted because the consumer wants to know where Absolutely. is my food coming from. Is this, you know, there's a lot of greenwashing going yeah. out there, a lot of people yeah. that make all kinds of claims. And I wanted to document. I want to show, look, this is what I am really doing. Yeah. And by bringing Tom on board, he is, um, how do you call it? make sure that we do it in ethical sustainable practice and to bring chris jenkins on board who's a well-respected filmmaker um this film sort of not only teaches people about the importance of these crops but also to document this we're really doing this we're going to the remote places and we're making an impact yeah yeah so it's a great movie so the movie's name is lost crops right thank yes. you i've seen it it's excellent and i would love um maybe we show it one day at the sandbox we would love to we would love to yeah well thanks to barb it's done the rounds now well it's gone through <laughs> several shows so what happened with the film was chris had gone on a couple trips with luke mm -hmm. um went to south america of course to, to ghana we had this incredible footage beautiful pictures and I think it was the end of Chris's semester. He teaches at UCSB. He's uh, head of the video uh, hmm. production. Uh, production. And I said, hey, Chris, come on. It's time. It's now or never. And he pulled together this amazing movie. We got into the Santa Barbara Film Festival. And since then, I think we've been in 10 film festivals. Awesome. And it's still continuing on. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's amazing when you're bringing a new product to market or you have a story as rich as yours Sometimes people have to hear it seven, eight, nine, ten times before they really get the whole value of it. You know, mm -hmm. people are so busy in their own lives and constant media hitting them in the face. You know, so it's a rising tide. Every every time you guys do an outreach piece, it's just going to trickle into a few more people. Um, it takes repetition. So mm -hmm. I love that you're Thanks. keeping at it. How long has the, the Kai Bay been on the market? About... Three years? Yeah, three years. Almost three awesome. years. So it's taken us, so this all started about six years ago. So yeah. in order to start a supply chain in the middle of nowhere, in order <laughs> to get organically certified, build a processing center, train people, yeah. uh, know how to bring a product from remote Africa to the U.S., process it so it meets 
uh, older regulations for the food industry and the beverage industry um, was a learning curve. But I love learning and I love um, seeing how other people work in their fields, marketers, yeah. uh, customs, shippers, warehouse, warehousings, <laughs> all this stuff. So it's, it's fun to put the whole puzzle together yeah. to make it all happen. Yeah. And um, uh, even the name of my company, originally mm -hmm. it was a different name. And, and when I went to visit the communities, people go, Kaibe, Kaibe. It was like a greet, their greeting. And Kaibe means, hi, hello, how are you? <laughs> and Kusao. And I was like, that's what I want. That's the name for the company. And um, uh, it connects me to where we started. Very cool. And I like words, names of company where my face ends in a smile when you say the word. I think there's something to that. You know, it's like an uplifting word. Mm -hmm. So this is the fruit, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, the this is the baobab pot. Maybe hold it up and share with the audience. Yeah, the, the <laughs> baobab fruit, is, it's really light. And um, when you shake it, well, some people think it's a music instrument. <laughs> um, but what's really cool about it is that the fruit powder dries in the pot. So it requires minimal processing. And out of all the fruits I've come across in my research, the antioxidant value is off the charts. It's, if you're familiar with acai, yep. yeah. it's uh, five to six times more antioxidant value of acai. Um, and less sugar. And less sugar. Mm -hmm. It tastes great. Mm -hmm. And kids love it. I mean, whenever we do a demo, uh, kids come and they just dip. And they <laughs> it's like a healthy fun dip. I, I say to the older <laughs> crowd, I say it's like a pixie stick meets a sweet tart. They know what that means. And then for kids, I'm like, it's like a healthy fun dip. So it's, it's, it is it's sweet and tangy, and that's exactly how yep. it tastes straight out of the pot. Yep. I mean, the yeah, children in, uh, in North Ghana where we work, they, they punch a hole in here. And they pour it full of water, shake it up, and they got their own little wow. baobab smoothie. Yeah, that's. Um, but uh, it's incredible, also, that this tree grows in a region where agriculture is almost is virtually impossible. It's very dry. Very, very dry. And uh, how this tree figured out to live in some areas thousands of years to concentrate this important nutrition is incredible. It's almost like a showing us, you know, what to do to live long. Um, has calcium, magnesium, potassium, vitamin C, antioxidants, stabilizes blood sugar, and it supports the gut. I mean, what more do you want? Yeah. It's an incredible, incredible fruit. How many times a day can people have the powder? Oh, you can, um, there's research where people use eight table, tablespoons a day to wow. promote uh, anti-inflammatory anti benefits. Mm. Um, but in general, we recommend one to two, two tablespoons a day. Okay, perfect. And then what's with the cereal? <laughs> well, mm. you, can, you can share that story, bud. Well, that is purple, bam, by Nature's Path. Um, two years ago, we won an award from Nature's Path Organic for sustainability and innovation. And we had the blessing to be able to connect to, to the founders of Nature's Path. They're an incredible family from um, Vancouver, Canada. Mm -hmm. And we had, you know... They were interested in baobab. That's not why we won the, the award, but they were interested in it. So we were having discussions about, is this something, you know, that they would ever incorporate into a cereal? And, you know, the, the truth is for these big companies, they don't necessarily always want to be the first mm -hmm. to introduce mm -hmm. a new ingredient. But over the year or two of conversations, uh, they had found that baobab would be good. So in March, they launched their brand new cereal, Purple Bam be for baobab and awesome. it's of course supplied by us which is amazing good Full circle. job yeah that's huge that yeah. is huge to yeah. be able to supply 
um, some of these big companies. Yeah. It really means that we meet all the very, very strict parameters. Yeah. So. But what I, what I think is, is important to me, if these companies adopt this ingredient, there's going to be a, a sustainable, continued uh, source of income for right. the people that we want to support. Right. And uh, it's not only Nature's Path, but we now have several um, companies. Of tea we have tea companies. We have bar companies. We have uh, a cookie company. We have a chocolate company. So different companies now are in integrating Baobab. And into locally, we have um, Backyard Bowls is supporting awesome. us. Awesome, good. And Juice Ranch is about to launch something. Good. So, and then we're in Lazy Acres and Whole yeah. Foods. So, yeah. yeah. And Whole Super. Yeah. So having, you were talking about you love putting the whole puzzle together. <laughs> a lot of people now are in your life, you know, you are impacting them and you're both very intuitive and highly ethical. It's interesting how you can impact the supply chain, like with the codes of conduct or, you know, different communication pieces that go out to your supply chain. So what, is there a story that comes to mind where you really changed someone's life or, or deeply impacted them? Hmm. Sule. Sule. Um, yeah, that was a great, that's a great story. <laughs> we'll share with you. Oh, good. Just amongst ourselves. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. So, so originally, I mean, the way, you know, how did I end up in Ghana? Yeah. Well, my family's in the natural products industry in Europe. I didn't and know that. He had a, a connection in Ghana from a plant that he was interested way back. And, um, uh, my dad's like, well, you know, we might want to call this guy. So I called him up. He's like, well, I've heard of the tree, but, mm, you know, we've never worked with it. You know, we don't. But his Sule, who worked for him, four children, um, uh, has, uh, was making very small income, and, uh, but an incredibly smart guy. Spoke English, spoke language for the community. He's like, I have family up there. I have relationships out there. This is, you know, this can make a difference. So in the end, we recognized Tom and I that he was such an, that he's such an incredible individual that now that he manages our, our, our harvest on the ground, yeah. we start, we helped him start his own company. And uh, so here we, here we're able to change Sule's life from being a helper right. who was making minimal income with incredible potential, now has his own company, now he's selling other ingredients, now he's running this whole harvest uh, I talk to him almost every single day. Um, an amazing guy, and, and and now I think not only Sule, uh, his life is changing, but all the people that he is connecting with. Like, for example, I was going to buy this machine in England for $30,000 to process this fruit. I'm like, Sule, we have to scale, scale up. Yeah. You know, we have to process more. And he's like, how much does it cost? I'm like, $30,000. He's like, send me the picture. I'm like, okay. So I sent him the picture, <laughs> and he's like, We'll make this. Oh, so they made it for $3,000. So the mechanical engineer awesome. and the electrical engineer now um, now got more work. Yeah. And uh, I was going to buy uh, avocado pickers. Yeah. You know, those yeah, little yeah. basket things yeah. to pick avocados. And Tuli's like, no, nah, no, nah, send me the picture. <laughs> and now the blacksmith developed a tool to take the fruit off the tree. Beautiful. And so it's just amazing to see how it's kind of mushrooming yeah. and, and, and going into all these different yeah. people outside the harvest that are now benefiting from this too. I call that the multiplier effect. I used to work in international development and did a lot with ecotourism and once some energy goes into an area it's amazing to watch the 
you know, the impact that goes all the way out to every aspect of life and the children. So now the children won't flee the area. They'll mm -hmm. actually stay because they have something to do and contribute yep. to and, yeah. right? Yep. So now after the first year, that when the, you and Tom went back, they had the ki they had started planting little baobabs, oh, so which take a long time to grow, but it's well, but still. Not, but now they realize yeah. that, hey, if I plant this tree, this I make, my, future. Yeah, my children can make a, an income. So every single time we've, we've gone back, we saw the tree getting bigger oh, and bigger. And um, I can't wait to go back. For <laughs> me, it's um, truly <laughs> rewarding. My son, who um, you know, is three and a half, and we were looking at tarot cards the other night, and he said, Mama, I'm going to pull some. Very serious. And he pulls the first one. Mama, this is for the land. And he pulls the second card. Mama, this is for the trees. Mm. Pulls the third one, all ar archetypal cards. Pulls the third one. Mama, this is for the lava. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was just like, you're definitely my child. <laughs> so, but you know, if we instill a respect for nature in children, guess what? They become adults that respect nature. It's very clear correlation. So I love what you guys are doing. Do your kids care or are they off on their own adventures? Oh no, they care. <laughs> no, they they care. have no choice. <laughs> no, they, have. they are embedded. demoing. They come to oh, expos, yeah. events. They live and breathe this. Um, they my, write my, posts. My, yeah, my <laughs> daughter's an incredible writer, so she's been helping us. Julian's worked at Expo with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they're definitely... Um, they love they've, hate it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. they've seen us go through yeah. every single stage. Well, they it's like all you're the their child. They're probably like, "Come on, be with us." Mm, well, they're <laughs> you know they're 19 and 22, oh, they don't care. so <laughs> they want to, but not all the time. Yeah. Um, no, Cute. they've been incredibly helpful, and and Tom's yeah. kids have gotten involved too. Yeah. You know, yeah. they've come to expos yeah, with yeah, us, cool. so yeah. it's kind of yeah. You see, Ka it's a group. Ka I mean, Kai B is also is, I mean, not only is the powder, but we also have the oil. And um, we've been developing a whole beauty inside and out skincare line that benefits, get the benefits from the probiotics and prebiotics yep. with these plants. So we're benefiting the earth's biome by right. supporting the body's own biome. And when will the skincare line come out? In development, um, it's been an interesting journey again yeah. to connect totally with the different right industry. people. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I mean, it's the, the, what you're seeing in the skincare industry is that food and skin are it's no longer uh what is it uh, well it used vanity? to be fashion and beauty yeah and now it's, no, it's really wellness, wellness and beauty and yeah. so Good point yeah and um so i know that more and more they're realizing that the body is one that everything's connected and what you put on yeah. makes an impact on the inside yeah and what you put in makes an impact <laughs> on the outside so we're well positioned um the skincare line should come up later it can come out later this year uh of course you know uh, and it's not just baobabs so that's yeah so there's more lost crops so Excellent. there's a uh, cacao from the amazon there's seaweed from zanzibar there's uh, Sheanelotica from northern Uganda, which mm. is a post-conflict region, mm. um, where Tom and, and Linda Cole work with mm. their group, um, African Women Rising. And uh, so it's just, um, uh, it is a model, yeah. a model that make one, I want people to realize that what you ingest, what you use topically, not only impacts you, but impacts people around you yeah. and the world around you. And yeah. it's important for us to be working with communities and groups that benefit from this work that need this work and that we're able to tell the consumer hey we're working with this group 
over in Zanzibar and look at the amazing work they do. Yeah. So it's not just about Kai Bay, right. but the people right. we source from. Beautiful. So yeah. um, is there anything else you'd like to share before we do the call to action? And I would love for you guys to do the call to action, something mm. inspiring that the audiences can take home with them. You've said a lot today, obviously, <laughs> that they'll be absorbing for a while. But is there something that they could actively do in their life right now that you recommend? Actively in their life to? Well, to be more aware. Oh, this is your call to action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, well, no, I just think, I just think people, like uh, as I just mentioned, I think if people became more connected or more connected with where their food comes from, yeah. uh, be, be as informed as you can on how you can... Uh, make an impact with with the actions that you take every single day Um, from the packaging that the food comes in to uh, who are you benefiting Um, are you what kind of impact is your food making your skincare on the environment on people's lives so I think if if you can adopt that type of um, approach to to life I think uh, we're all going to move in a much better direction an inquisitive approach yeah awareness okay and as the mama bear of the operation i would say buy the stuff (laughs) (laughs) it's so good and what i love 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 about the baobab is one uh, powerhouse benefits right your gut your skin your blood sugar it's sweet and tangy so kids love it adults love it um, it's easy to use. Yeah. It's it's a local company. It's it's new. It's different. Um, it's not just a fad. It's here to stay. This tree's been on the planet for thousands of years. Yeah. Um, and and there's I mean, a natural intelligence in these lost crops yeah. that is just part of their DNA. And we can benefit from learning more about them. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Were you going to say one more thing? Forgot. well cheers to your success thank Thank you you. for being on the show today oh my gosh our pleasure (laughs) (laughs) um special thanks to the sandbox of santa barbara for hosting this filming thank you to lauren fries for her creative support and to oniracom for their production and marketing expertise Bye for now. This is Megan Joy Haverda, your host of One Hour of Sunshine. See you in two weeks for our next show with Patricia DiOrio, pioneer, public speaker, and wise woman for all cutting technology in the spiritual realm. Thank you. Bye for now. Thanks. Thanks.